Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco, and we have a very exciting guest today. We've got another Atlanta girl on. This time it is Miss Marlo Hampton. Marlo, how you doing? Hi, guys. Hi. What's going on? (laughs) Nothing, Eric and Chris. Happy to be here. Yes, thanks for joining us. So we are about halfway, maybe a little over halfway through your first season as a peach holder, long-awaited peach holder uh, status. How have you been feeling about how everything's going, just watching everything back? How do you feel? You know what? I feel amazing. Seriously, guys, having the peach, I feel that it's all the timing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys know this, and I've just shared it with some other people. 10 years ago, I was offered a peach, but at the time, it just wasn't right for me. You know, the time I was too busy being fabulous Marlo, which I'm still, but I just wasn't ready for the commitment. I had a lot going on with my boutique at the time. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'll pass. And guess what? The opportunity came back around now. And I think it's the perfect timing. Uh-huh. And I, I, I'm enjoying it. I feel it was long overdue. And I probably should have said yes back then. I regret I didn't. Uh-huh. But, um, it's amazing. I'm loving it. But the girls, you know, they're a little shaken up in their feathers. And <laughs> they think I'm doing the most. And I said to myself, yeah. I've always done the most when I do least. True. Have you ever, I mean, think about it. They're like, oh, she's getting this peach and she's getting out of control. I'm like, what well, them? It's just you see me more. I've yeah. always I always don't know how to say shit, right? My delivery is not the best. Mm-hmm. Always say whatever you're thinking. So it's just, you see it more now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm loving it. I'm super duper excited about having my peach. I really am. Good. Why do you think now was the right time for you? I feel now was because I'm not in a relationship at the time I was dating someone who did not want me on the show at all. Mm. I feel that um, timing is everything. I'm like an old-fashioned girl when it comes to timing. And I just feel I'm so real. I don't know how to be fake. So it's like, I just feel, hey, it's reality. Just come on. I mean, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Did you feel like now that you kind of rose up and you were a friend for so long and now you're full-time, did you feel like there was maybe a target on your back that grew now that you're a peach holder this season from the other ladies? No, not really, because I always felt I was a peach holder. I've always been that bitch, you know, like I was the bitch here in Atlanta like I was that girl always so I feel really now I'm a little more laid back from back then because if you guys think about it I came on season four mm-hmm. at fabulous parties over in Buckhead with the who's who you guys remember I gave that fabulous party at one of my friends Elizabeth Lynch's home mm-hmm. it's like I introduced these girls to how their, their fashion game stepped up to how to be fabulous, to how to drink out of crystals and just get in a nice gown just because I'm going to meet with Eric, you know, I mean, Chris, so who cares? But no, I don't feel it has. I just feel it's all about timing. And this yeah. is. Yeah. Um, 
obviously you've been watching the season back a little bit. Uh, is there anything that you've watched that you've done on the show so far that maybe you regret? Um, shit, it's always something I regret. I, <laughs> I told you my delivery is not the best. <laughs> but no, I always look back and there's some things I'm like, shit, why can I just have translated how to say that in a better way? Okay. <laughs> and um, it is what it is. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, no regrets. I'm going to say no regrets. It is what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. So no regrets about. Honest. So now regret my delivery of what I'm seeing. But I always say what the fuck I'm thinking. I mean. Right. So you stand by your decision about, obviously, as we saw in the most recent episode, ending the trip, making the girls go home. Obviously, there was a lot of drama going on leading up to that. That's something you stand by still months later. Absolutely. And you know mm-hmm. why? Because at that time, I was at a rough place in my life. My nephews, having them now for a little over three years, I got that phone call, Auntie, come get me. Keep in mind, now, my sister has done an amazing job raising these boys. They didn't come from a foster home. Uh I mean, she did a great job. She loved her boys like no other, but she just hit a rough spot. Uh But I get the phone call. I'm thinking it's like, oh, Auntie, just come get me. You know, mom's going through a moment. Not come get me, and it's permanent. Uh So I went full blast from being able to party. If you call, Eric or Chris call, I can fly out to where, okay, bitch, you need to get social security numbers and birth certificates. You got to talk to the teachers. You got to make sure they're taking vitamins. You got to listen and see what's going on. I'm like, shit, am I ready for this shit? Like, I was not ready. How do you get ready for it? I don't think people who even birth the child is ready. Yeah. You know what you're getting into. And for everyone that beat me up, oh, she kicked them out there again. I used the wrong terminology. I said, hey, I need a reset. But guess what? I called my little sister. And I'm like, hey, I need some help right now. I'm at a, I'm here and I need you to help me. You have four boys. You have a fiance. There's a man in the house. I felt they were taking advantage of me. I felt like I had no control. I, I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. Hmm. And it's like, let me get some therapy. Let me talk to some girlfriends and take this trip to Blue Ridge. Everyone has a child. They can hmm. give me some advice. I can get a life coach. I can see a therapist. I just need to know how to really come back and take control of what was going on. What I'm, what God has my next chapter of my life being. Sure. And I don't regret that either. It's just the only thing I regret is seeing kicked out because I think that just sounds so awful. Yeah. So it was a recharge, a reset, and I needed that. And it is what it is. How do you think things would have played out if the, all the girls stayed and things, the trip went on as planned? How do you think what would have happened? It would have been amazing if one person would not have gotten on the road and drove three hours to be with me because she loves me so much. <laughs> Thank you, Diva. I know you love me. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, I think it's obvious. I felt before, yeah. yeah, I felt before she came, mm-hmm. everything was positive. We were all opening up, we were talking. And then the person with the low self esteem came in trying to get all the attention had to have a moment, run around the house like they were four years old. It was just, it was really distasteful and sad. It's like, girl, you can never have a real moment. We're on reality. No more C-list acting movies. We are having our real story. And mm-hmm. sometimes I just want her to be real. Like, yeah. say congratulations, you got your peach. Hug me. Say, Marlo, hey, let's just have a moment and talk. And hey, I feel the story that she told all the blogs and not me about mm-hmm. her being kicked out and that wasn't good. Tell me that, sis, hey, 
let's figure out what we can do so you're ready for these boys and you can be the best Monty ever. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know when people are truly genuine or not. And yeah. she's not genuine. Now, Candy said that there was actually some, your fight with Kenya outside, that there was more to it that wasn't shown on screen. One thing in particular that she claimed was that you made some digs about Kenya's daughter, Brooklyn, or something. You know, um, we were out in that driveway. How mm. was you guys? <laughs> no, I'm serious. This that could is, have been a whole episode to itself. It, yeah. So, I mean, listen, we were out there to where the camera people were like, okay, what are we doing? And they're like, we're filming a show. This is their reality. They're standing the goddamn driveway 20 hours. We're going to stand out here 20 hours with them. And so many things were said that were awful that uh -huh. Kia said. She started it. And you know, I finished it. And it's a lot of things that we both said. I hope she regrets and I regret. But guess what? It was a fight. There was mm -hmm. no rules to it. And it was awful. And yeah. it was just, it was, it was really, really bad. She went low first. And then I just tried to go as low as I can go. Uh -huh. I got a little lower probably. But and she shouldn't have even went low. It's like, leave the kids out of it. And don't fight with Marlo because you know I'm not the shady class or fi classy fighter. So why are you coming to fight with me? Leave me alone. Girl, you know, I don't use the words. And, you know, Kenya is cute and classy and shady. Right. I'm giving it to your ass. Blood water. <laughs> I bet your breath stank. You need to go brush your teeth, okay? <laughs> why does your breath smell? I don't need to say, well, maybe you should start gargling. You know, <laughs> you can't do that. Right. I'm working on it, though. I'm working on it. You guys are too. I think that's probably why you clash, because you operate in two very different methods. Yeah. And nothing's wrong with that. Mm -hmm. okay. So... But I don't want to be, Chris or Eric, I do not want to be your friend if mm -hmm. I come around you and be fake or worry about, oh my God, Eric's a trust fund baby. Or he's so rich. I can't say this to Eric mm -hmm. or he's going to get upset. Well, I don't need to be your friend because right. I just, I don't need you to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to give me a job. I just need you to be my friend. Mm -hmm. And when you walk away from me, at least you know what I'm thinking. You don't have to hear it from someone else. Yeah. Right. Keep it real. And then you can even pull me to the side and say, hey girl, I just wish you would say this. So it kind of bothered me when you said that. And then if I care about you, I'm going to change it. Mm -hmm. But when you just constantly dig at me, you use me when it's convenient, you befriend me when it's convenient for you, I'm tired of you too, okay? And I'm okay because me not being your friend, I'm not missing out on anything. I'm going to still be fabulous. You're still going to watch the cars I drive and the clothes <laughs> I wear and copy me. So you copy everything I do, darling, <laughs> you know? And we're both right here on the same show with the same group of girlfriends. Yeah. And I, last thing too, I'm gonna say about her and I just wanna leave her be. Okay. You guys remember last year at the reunion, you remember Andy say, Marlo, do you trust Kenya? Hmm. You remember that? He asked me that and I said, no. And oh. see, that's why I said no. Cause look at the shit now. Right. I dressed as Rezo for you. I supported you in the beginning of this season. I sent uh, an amazing, beautiful Nigerian girl over with an invite. You critique that. You even hurt the girl's feelings. Uh -huh. She came back like, she's so mean, that girl who house you had me go to. Then you come to my law archive exhibit. Oh, you spelled it wrong. You this, where's the, uh -huh. fuck you. You're not a friend. You're not a friend, girl. Just buy right. it. So there is no, because my next question is going to be, is there hope for reconciliation? Based on what you're saying, that's, that's a no. That's a hard no. A hard no. Oh. That's a hard no. No. Yeah. I can't do anything but stay fabulous and just keep her upset. Mm -hmm. You also um, butt heads with Candy a bit earlier this season. Um, said some harsh things about her. She fired back in the media. 
et cetera. Where do you guys stand today? Is there any hope for you guys getting on a better path? Um, and with me, it's definitely hope. I love candy to death, let's be clear. Now, did I say some harsh things? I did, because I feel like I just told you. Candy, I've known you longer than every single one of these girls in our group. I dated your god brother. I was at the house with you eating with no cameras before the show. Why the hell can I talk to you? Why can't I tell you how I feel? Because you're candy verse. Mm. Because you're such and such. You make this much money. You no, I salute you. You are an amazing worker. You're a hard worker. But I should be able to tell you what the hell I feel, how I feel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You think the show is... Do you think the show has changed Candy from the person that you knew her before? Absolutely. It definitely has. I think it has. But I mean, change is good for some people, but I feel it hasn't changed me. And I feel also, all these years I've been on this show for 10 years, we've heard about me dating an old white man, uh, being a prostitute, sucking cocks, this and that. They all talked about me for 10 damn years. Uh, And if Candy didn't say nothing, she laughed, she insinuated. So why... What's the harsh thing I said, Candy? You as a whore. Okay, your experience. I take the whole back. She's not a whore. She's just experienced. But what's wrong with your friend saying that? Maybe it was the delivery again. Yeah. It's the delivery. You're working Candy on it. You're working on it. The whole damn thing about the money. Me, yeah. you know, where I get my money from. When I was when I first came on season four with Charles Grant, let's just go back and put stuff into perspective because everyone just hears me bitching and fussing it's like why she's bothering candy when i went on there kids like where you get where you get your money from i said god and that has been a battle i have dealt with for 10 years because she asked that question and guess what when i was dating candy's god brother she would tell you i had plenty of money i had the hottest boutique in atlanta she even said it on one of the episodes i'm gonna try and find it Oh, you talk about me being a sugar mama. You too was a sugar mama too. You bought my god brother clothes, everything for Christmas, his kids. I'm a giver. I've always been a boss and Candy knows that. But yeah, it's the point where you can't, you can't say Candy can, you can't say Kenya such and such. Stop making up these lies. When I met Marlo, she was dating my god brother. He used to bring her over to the family house for dinner. Um, she's always been a giver. She's always had a nice car, always had a nice place. That disappoints me in her. And the only thing she's worried about is what you guys think about her, not what I think about her. And that bothers me. It really, really bothers me. It hurts. Now her, that's the only one that does hurt. And I can curse Candy out and get over it because I love Todd to death. I love her family. I love the family dynamic. But uh, Kenya, kick bricks. (laughs) Bricks. (laughs) I have to ask, um, because you, you filmed a little bit with Phaedra, but Candia said she would leave if Phaedra came back. How do you feel? Do you want Phaedra to come back? I would love Phaedra back. I love Phaedra and Candy. 
I mean, why would I not want, I never want anyone not to make money. Phaedra is great TV. Candy loves money. So I think she probably have changed her mind too. That's great TV. Yeah. How the hell you, that's what I, that's what I just said earlier. Candy is too in her feelings. Yeah. It's in her feelings so much. Mm -hmm. and I, I just feel, I just feel work it out. Her and Candy yeah. need to just work it out and get over it too many years. Yeah, it is. Do you say, so do you think that that reconciliation could happen between them if Phaedra came back or do you think Candy's not interested? Candy's too stubborn. Candy would have to be like, they're broke. And you know, but where Candy like has money and she's cocky, she's yeah. not going to do that. She either have to have someone. I don't know if she has a Marlo in her circle. She mm -hmm. needs a Marlo to be like, girl, get over that. You're not God. People make mistakes. People are human. Mm -hmm. She did this and get over it. Because I'm sure that she's dated guys who've done worse than what some of us girls have said or done. And mm -hmm. she's forgiven them. So forgive your girlfriends. That's what girlfriends do, Candy. Yeah. They forgive each other. It's not that serious. Because you and I both know if she's watching this. You've shared plenty of secrets with me that I've never told anyone. And I never will because I'm mm -hmm. that girl. I'll say what um I know we have the Jamaica trip coming up right what can you kind of tease about right I guess that face says that there's some stuff going down in Jamaica what can you tell us about what work because I was being so sweet and nice and they attacked me <laughs> they came to you. Who, who was the main culprit Kenya um candy <laughs> no but um Jamaica was amazing. Candy already gave it all out. You know, when she was uh, promoting Old Lady Gang, she told everything. But um, Jamaica, we had we bumped heads really bad. And um, we got back from that, though. Mm -hmm. We bounced back from that. And then she got upset because I said she was experienced. And the whole Atlanta knows she's experienced. I mean, so she's upset about that. So mm -hmm. just get over it, baby cakes. I love you. <laughs> More experienced. Shit, I learned from you. I, she told me to just, no, I'm not saying nothing. But yeah, she's experienced. <laughs> That's a magic word, experience. <laughs> now, this was another trip that the husbands were invited. Mm -hmm. Do you like when, when they join in on the stuff or do you like it when it's just the girls? You know what? I'm not mad when the guys join in because I get along with guys more than girls. I'm really a guy's girl. Mm -hmm. Like I told you, I can rock and hang with Todd all day. When we first met, it was me and Candy. Candy doesn't drink. We we're in New York. Me and Todd was in there drinking, partying. This is when they first got together. We just get it. Candy stays in her feelings. Todd be like, like he said on um, um, Watch What Happened Live. Todd's like, Marlo is like that little annoying ass sister you just ignore. She say shit, she don't mean it. And I just appreciate that he really knows. He's real. He's not a childhood star. Neither am I. So mm -hmm. we're okay for giving people. Candy is just more privileged and feels like, oh, you cross me, it's done. I'm God. You don't cross Jesus. So mm -hmm. she needs to get over there and know she's human. Yeah. And once she does, but I, um, it is what it is. <laughs> what do you think about, obviously, Drew and Fatum have kind of butted heads, everything with throwing the bone. What do you make about that little rivalry we have going on? Was that, that over the top of Drew, do you think? That shit was so not expected. Kenya and I were already in the driveway arguing for hours. Yeah. And then they just, by accident, default, they got in it. I'm like, okay, well, you guys are going with me, get in the car with me. And then I'm not getting in the car with that bitch. Like, and it just starts. I'm like, okay, I'll just give up. I give up. I give up. I quit. I, you guys, 
you were there, but you really should have been there. Mm -hmm. it, even, it would take 20 hours for them to show you Blue Ridge. Blue Ridge really was that trip. Yeah. You have no idea. If they could have showed the show for 20 hours, it was that trip. <laughs> Chaos everywhere. Everywhere. To where we had to, the jumping on the trampoline, that was the closest I got to Jesus. And he said, stop it. Let me handle it. <laughs> He said, stop it, Hampton. Go get in that car with whoever want to go. Go in the city, gym mining, and just relax. So I was like, anyone who wants to come, you come and you come. I didn't care. Yeah. Now, later this season, will we see um, the situation with your nephews play out a little bit more? Is there hope for them coming back to live with you? My or nephews were back with me in 30 days. We just celebrated. Good. Another thing, mm -hmm. a delivery. I said, kicked out. <laughs> I said, the men kicked out. I kicked them out. Right. It should have just been like I told you guys. I needed a break. I needed a reset. I can't, I just jumped into that. And after three years, like I said, I needed a break. Yeah. I needed to just figure out what am I doing wrong? Why is this so hard? Mm -hmm. Everyone else has children. But my nephews are right back here. When they were gone those 30 days, baby, I was calling mm -hmm. teachers. I was checking on them. I was calling Crystal like, what are they doing? Are they uh -huh. missing me? Are they going crazy? I was in this house so damn quiet and missing them. But it's like, I really wanted them to appreciate me. Being a woman and raising two young teenage boys, that's tough. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is tough when I didn't plan on an adoption. I didn't plan, okay, on Thursday, they're coming here and I got their room together. They just came and we were making this shit work. Mm -hmm. And I want to really be the best mighty I can be for Michael and William. Yeah. I really do. I want to be the best and I'm not a quitter. So hopefully I never have another rough spot. But if I do, thank God they're not in foster care or I'm not kicking them out. My sister has four boys and a fiance. They're in good hands. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> yeah. Marla, was your home broken into or attempted to break into? I know you posted something. Can you elaborate on what exactly happened there from what you're willing to share? Yeah, that was absolutely what you said. It was broken into. Uh, we celebrated Michael's birthday in Houston. I just got back from Toronto. We celebrated his birthday. We came home early because I thought Michael had COVID because I was really supposed to be at Essence. Mm -hmm. So I posted a video and I'm like, the birthday boy is sick, but I had just landed in Atlanta, not knowing my house had been being watched the whole 10 days I was gone. This group has been around for a year. So we get home. And I'm giving you guys really all the details uh, besides, besides the police knows. So um, I get home. I say, William, go sleep downstairs because I don't want you to get sick. I say, in case Michael has COVID. So William comes downstairs and he sleeps right here on this couch. My front door is right over there. So we're in the house at 10 o'clock, 1240. I hear a boom. I'm like, what the hell? But I'm thinking, I've been here 11 years. No one's yeah. breaking my house. I live in an amazing neighborhood. I'm in Sandy Springs, gated community. So I'm like, William's in that pantry and he just broke a plate or he broke something. But next thing you know, I heard my baby scream so loud. My baby screamed, Auntie! And I took my phone and Michael was running down the stairs then, because you know, he's up on the fourth floor. And I see four guys with a gun and they're kicking in my door. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. At that time, was, I mean, I still can't even believe what happened. Two days ago or a day ago, I was just eating with one of my girlfriends. She flew in town. Mm-hmm. she's like you act tough as shit she said but I can't even sleep from the video you sent me if I see you the video you would freak out she said she flew here surprised that's what friends do my girlfriend flew here from Florida and we're at the table and we're laughing and we're having shots I just started crying because I'm like why did they do that mm-hmm. because right now if I hear the door open I'm like who is that Michael what are you doing if I hear the beep from the alarm Say and it's, it's like god don't do that but I'm not letting anyone run me away from my home so I'm staying here but what I did do I've taken all the precautions like I have new steel doors I have a panic room I have all the protection on the glass it's like we just have to be prepared be careful what you're posting if you do have designer pieces and with our lifestyle and our job you see these things but it's not fair for you to think that you can come take them from us no god bless that you and the boys are safe obviously that's most important that's what's most important absolutely most important i really wish that we would have went to essence and they just came and got the shit because it's like was it that serious like i it was just and i'm hoping you're okay same with your nephews and i mean i am i'm glad we're alive but Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie i'm not okay because i have my good moments like now and then i go in there and i'm like oh and i'm you know, thinking about it, or if it's too quiet, or if I hear a noise, I'm jumping, but I will be okay though. Good. I'm glad we are alive though. Yeah. Definitely happy to hear that. Um, before we wrap up, I want to ask real quick um, Girls Trip is this huge housewives phenomenon. Would we want ever, Marlo on Girls Trip. Yeah. Would you ever join? And if so, who do you yeah. want with? Absolutely. Will I join? Yes. And I would love for a lot of amazing girls with big personalities to be on it. Yeah. Not as big as you. <laughs> Not as big as me. Who do you guys think would be good with me on the trip on all the franchises? Um, well, for definitely me, Karen. I feel like you think it was Sheree. Sheree would be good. I'd love to see you with Karen Huger, though. I said uh, that. Yeah, Karen that would be good. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Or even yeah, I would love it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I feel it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Marlo. Thank you, Marlo. Thank you, guys. I love you. It was so fun. Yes, thank you. Such thank a pleasure. You. Oh, listen, I have one question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whose side do you have in a reunion? <laughs> of course, Marlo. Of course, Marlo. the right answers. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marlo. Bye, Marlo. Bye. We love you. Bye.